my god! Okay, it's happening! Are we doing this? It's showtime. Are you ready for the feed on NR92? It's time! Good afternoon and welcome to the feed. I'm the, we're going to be your hosts. I'm Jory. I'm Emily. And this week we're discussing gender roles and stereotypes. We thought this would be a really interesting topic to discuss today because in our current and political social climate, it's more relevant than ever. Yeah, uh, I think it's uh, really interesting that we actually ended up talking about this because both you and I have some like pretty weird experiences within these kind of traditional gender roles. Uh, for me, I've had this like happen a couple times where people are like, "Oh, you're you're too nice to be straight," which like is pretty bad against men. And also, like, I'm not that nice. Yeah, I don't I, get like, that. Like, you're definitely not that nice. <laughs> when you told me that, I was like, "What?" Like, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> and I've also had like a similar thing where a lot of people tell me I'm just like not feminine or even nice enough to be straight. Yeah, so I think this is a pretty important topic. And uh, just talking about these gender roles in general, uh, Nate actually has kind of trying to respond to these, how we think of genders in 2018. So here's a little bit about what they're doing Nate. I want you to hit me as hard as you can. Why? How much can you know about yourself if you've never been in a fight? Start, they let you do it. You can do anything. Whatever you want. Grab him by the pussy. He's just, a, he's just a chicken. He's afraid to lose. I think what he should do is we really should run this race over again so I can kick his ass one more time. You're going with me, understand? Get your cookies off of me! When are you going to get it through your thick skull, Lorraine? You're my girl. Toxic masculinity is everywhere. Toxic masculinity is not synonymous with all masculinity and does not reflect all men. This term defines the behaviors of some men. Behaviors such as emotional detachment, hypercompetitiveness, aggression, violence, and sexual objectification. We see it in films, TV, books, sports, and even in our politicians. But we also see a lot of it in everyday life. And even at Nate. We know Nate's student population is 68% male. So it's a very masculine campus. Uh, depending on which region of, uh, of our campuses you, you study in, you may go all day without seeing a woman. That was Tim Ira, Student Programs Coordinator at Nate. I'm Tim. And I um, am in charge of the sexual violence prevention education here at Nate. Seeing that these behaviors are so prevalent in our society, and even here at Nate, Ira believed it was important to start a program that would curb this culture. Uh, that masculine culture is here, and there can be a tendency for it to lean into the toxic masculine realm. I just want to be proactive about it and um, identify some champions who can help us not go down that path. Starting in October, the Men at Nate, or MAN program, will be in session to create a discussion among men on what it means to be a man in 2018. The eight-week program will discuss topics from gender to healthy relationships to LGBTQ plus issues to sexuality. Ira is in charge of the sexual violence prevention here at Nate and he saw this program as a great way to discuss sexual violence and consent. One of the pieces of building a culture of consent is to work with men. Most sexual violence is perpetrated against women, and in most cases, the perpetrator is a man. The curriculum and eight-week structure was modeled after similar programs that Ira saw success in. Programs from Northwestern University and Kansas University, along with the Calgary Communities Against Sexual Violence, were used as a model for the program at Nate. I have all these curricula <laughs> that I kind of just like pieced together, did some reading myself, um, and hopefully we can just have a nice discussion. 
a lot of the issue can come down to just opening up conversations on some of these issues amongst men. It's getting them talking even just about their feelings, I think, uh, can be a positive first step. Because sometimes, you know, um, as men, fitting in is really important. And so being able to have those tough conversations with, like, a guy who you want to be friends with, a guy who you genuinely love, can be really hard. The MAN program will start as a pilot project for just Nate's staff in the coming weeks. Male students will be able to attend the sessions in January. So yeah, the MAN program will start away here in like a week or so with just staff. And uh, if you want a full overview of that, you can check out my article actually in the Nugget. So Nikita, you have a similar kind of story going on here in Nate. Yeah, so in talking about gender stereotypes, it's often the female perspective that comes to mind first, but a big aspect, like you mentioned, is also the toxic masculinity that men face and the idea that they're not allowed to have feelings and emotions and are certainly not allowed to let them show. So Nate's counseling is trying to reach out and encourage more men to seek help for their emotional and mental health. When we talk about men's mental health, a big topic that arises is the stigma surrounding it and the boys don't cry mentality. But Tanya Spencer, one of Nate's counselors, doesn't agree that that's the only reason. Stigma has changed even over the last five years. There are still people out there who are reticent because they believe someone will pick on them or, you know, their family members maybe don't have the healthiest attitudes towards seeking help or something. I would say, though, more and more now, the stigma is an internal sort. I mean, Life is never kind to everybody all of the time, and so I think many of us have had situations where we end up realizing we're struggling, and we never thought we'd be in this bad a shape. And so it's more that personal decision, I think, to come forward and, and sort of admit to yourself, I might be in a spot where I could really use counseling. She also explains that students in the trades professions are at a higher risk for suicide, and that their instructors are vital for encouraging them to get help. We also do a lot of work with outreach, and we recognize that the instructors are really the key to a lot of this. They're the ones that have the relationship with the students that we don't. I tell this little story about a wedding I went to at the church where Gretzky got married. The priest said, when I say these words, they don't mean anything. He was talking about the vows. But when you say these words, they mean everything. And I feel the same way about initiatives like this. So we really work on how do we connect through instructors to people that may have reservations, especially the men. Um, I'd say the biggest barrier we see at Nate has more to do with uh, the attitudes that go along with what profession you've been in. Um, one of the things that happens with are people in the trades and just generally at NEAT the, the age of the population is a little bit older than most post-secondary so you've got people who are hearing messages from you know sometimes as far back as the 60s and 70s about what it means to seek help um, and then some of the trades have a reputation for being kind of just suck it up and don't let anybody know you're vulnerable because in, when you're living in camp um, showing that kind of vulnerability doesn't always go over well. So we're, we're always trying to put ourselves in the shoes of our students or the boots of our students, <laughs> um, but often we can only guess. And so um, leveraging people on the insides of those cultures we see as really important. 
She also told me that Nate Counseling has seen its busiest year yet, but they still always will make time for you. You can book an appointment by calling 780-378-6133 by emailing counseling at nate.ca or through their web form on the website nate.ca slash counseling. They also set aside walk-in appointments for you when you need help and can't wait. Wow. Well, that was a lot. She spoke a lot about targeting instructors as the forefront of reaching out to people. And uh, speaking of programs targeted towards instructors for a bit, Serena, what do you have? Uh, Well, there's actually been a lot of problems in the area of respect, and Nate plans to open up a program to help uh, staff further understand respect. Women have made some amazing accomplishments in the last 50 years. Nice women don't want the fault. More women are choosing careers in male-dominated fields like engineering, the trades, and more. They're starting their own businesses. Why not? Yeah. Running for office. And even blasting into space. Women no longer have to choose between marriage and family or high-powered careers. Today's women want it all and are succeeding, but only few. And the same goes for men. Nurses, elementary school teachers, or even fitness trainers. The gender line has began to blur. But there's one thing that we don't fully understand yet, and that's respect. What does it mean? Respect is... Um, I would say... Just being a nice human being? They actually listen to you, and they actually want to help you. It, it shouldn't be a competition who does better at what, you know what? It's different for every single person. That's one question that no one is really able to answer in its entirety. Sometimes it's just this nebulous, where we have this thing, and we're going to call it this. If we think about the values we all should have, respect plays a big role. But sometimes it's this hazy and unclear thing that's assumed everyone should have as a value. Clayton Davis, the executive director of Human Resources at Nate, said that Nate has been working on a respect program for two years now. So part of my challenge was, let's find something that helps flash it out, determine what's appropriate, what's not appropriate, what is respect? And that's the question we're left wondering. The respect program focuses on awareness on all things respect related, from bullying and harassment all the way to aggressive behaviors. It's a program to help identify when something is disrespectful and what you can do about it. However, in today's society, if we bring out the best program, have all the tools available, or people aren't in the right place at the right time, it's just going to sit there and do nothing. Davis said they plan to launch the program at Nate near the end of October because of everything that's happening. Like the whole Me Too movement and all of that, it's the perfect timing to roll something like this out. Nate has decided to launch the Respect program developed by the Respect Group in hopes to solve any social and environmental problems. The Respect Group is co-founded by former hockey player Sheldon Kennedy. Kennedy was part of the Grams James sexual abuse scandal with the Swift Current Broncos. Kennedy was the first player to come forward And Davis said that when Kennedy came to speak to the Nate staff, the turnout was larger than expected. So we had rented 800 seats, and we thought, eh, we will have maybe 600 people come. It's the Friday before a long weekend. Instructors are trying to figure out where the classrooms are and what material they're going to teach on Tuesday, all of that. We ran out of seats. The respect program may be an eye-opener or even bring up some uncomfortable feelings, but that's okay. There's something for everyone to learn in the respect program. So again, uh, the program plans to launch in October, near the beginning of October. So when it does come out, I really urge any staff just to get involved in it because it's a really great way just to improve your life and improve Nate in general. Whenever I'm about to do something, I think, would an idiot do that? And if they would, I do not do that thing. Welcome back to The Feed. Hey, we're back. I'm Jory. I'm Emily. And today we are talking about gender stereotypes and just gender in general. Yeah. And we've been focusing a lot about, like, the he and the she 
But what about if you don't really align with either gender? I sat down with Jamie Thiessen, a database assistant here at Nate, to discuss the importance and significance of pronouns in post-secondary. And although Jamie works in a different area of Nate, they still donate a lot of their time to work with the Pride Community Resource Group here at Nate, which they are a part of. Post-secondary life is really where an individual starts to figure out who they are and what they want their place in the world to be. Being able to address people the way they feel themselves to be just allows them to experience life more authentically. And taking the time to learn somebody's pronouns and use them just means that they get that fulfillment and you're not being constantly sort of judged in a negative way or being misgendered is sort of like a thousand tiny needle stabs throughout the day. So it's just about letting everybody live as comfortably as they they can. Jamie explains what most people get wrong about pronouns and how they can get a better understanding of different pronouns and how to use them. Um, I think the biggest thing that I've encountered is people refusing to use they pronouns for a single individual. Um, A lot of the time they say, well, that's grammatically incorrect. Or, you know, I just say he or she, which is just, it's wrong. And um, really the, the point is to respect an individual for how they want to be referred to. The best thing a person can do is practice. If you find somebody who uses they, them pronouns, or even if you want to just sort of make up an imaginary friend in your head and just practice thinking of them as they, it just makes it so much easier when you have it in your head to use it out loud when you're talking to other people. So just keep practicing, keep reading, Google things that you don't understand, and when you're really concerned, ask somebody who might know. Jamie says the Pride Community Resource Group is still working towards making Nate a better place. We are always trying to figure out what we can do more and um, figure out what the community needs and how we can give it to them. Uh, Recently, a diversity inclusion survey went out to really find out where we are at Nate so that we can, you know, without knowing where we are, we can't figure out where we have to go. Essentially, correct pronoun usage boils down to respect. I think everything in terms of dealing with other people boils down to respect. It's just learning how to make somebody else's day better. Mm -hmm. And that's never a bad thing. It's really important to recognize the people who don't fall into any gender category and respect them and let everyone live authentically. Yeah, definitely. We mentioned earlier hyper-competitiveness, like in terms of toxic, toxic masculinity, and I know that's an issue in sports and even gaming. Yeah, definitely. But Waz, you learn there's a different issue for women in gaming. Yes, Throughout my years in gaming, I've noticed women have received a bad rep in the gaming community. I've heard many awful, hateful comments hurled towards women in game chats. As someone who moderates a chat for two female Twitch streamers, I've seen the toxic comments that people will say to ruin their day, or at least attempt to. Women in gaming. For some, it can be a struggle, not just when it comes to playing online with male counterparts. Putting themselves out there can turn into a real negative experience. 
My name is Rebecca DeVoe. I go by mostly Bex Online. I'm a Twitch-affiliated streamer, and I also am the manager of the Edmonton Twitch gaming community here in Edmonton. Streaming has become a big part in the gaming world. For some, it's a hobby, a pastime, or a career. For women, it can bring real toxic comments, not towards their gameplay, but their body. Probably my like least favorite part of being a girl in gaming and, and even the streaming space itself is kind of the attention and comments about my body or my appearance that I don't particularly appreciate. Things are definitely different when it comes to girls. There's an expectation level on your appearance when you're streaming, when you interact with you com your community, the way you behave. Anything good that we get from you clicking because you've noticed we're a girl, it's easily diminished. It's like, it's just like a troll friend, you know what I mean? I never see with my male streamer friends remotely the kind of behavior that we receive as like women. The idea that women do game has changed over the years. Instead of a rare find for men, it brings a negative mindset, probably due to streaming. I remember when I was in middle school and guys would find and I play video games and all of a sudden I'd get cool points, right? Versus like now, guys find out I play games and like I stream on Twitch and they're like, oh, but like, you're just like a thotty titty streamer, right? You know what I mean? She would also like to clear at least one stereotype in particular. That girls play games for the attention of boys. It's a huge one for me. I literally couldn't care less. That's like the biggest one. That's a super common one I get told. And Rebecca does have some advice for those that do deal with this unfortunate criticism. When it comes to dealing with toxicity, you just can't let it get to you. At the end of the day, like, if you wouldn't let somebody say it to your face, don't let them say it to you online. We're all equal in this world. It's a common theme between both gaming and just being a human. You know, the love of games is universal, and it all comes from the same thing, which is the love of storytelling. I don't think it makes really a difference how much estrogen you got going on in order to be able to achieve being very excellent at storytelling. It's sad what some women go through. Like Rebecca said, gaming is universal. All games are different, just like humans, but... At the end of the day, we are all equal and should treat one another with respect, regardless of gender or sexual orientation. Yeah, I think all of the different features we had in this today actually like worked really well together. We had some Nate ones, we had some like video game ones, we had both kind of genders. So I think this... And we had no genders. And we had no genders, exactly. Uh, so yeah, that was the feed for this week. Thank you for listening. Uh, make sure to listen next week, where we'll be talking about Thanksgiving. Woo!